Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. You know, in today's culture, we often view retirement as a time to kick back and relax. I mean, I've earned the chance to coast, but if you've got grandchildren, it's an important time. There's work to be done, and you have a chance to encourage your grandchild's faith in a really powerful way. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. Danny's a licensed clinical social worker and is focused on the family's vice president of parenting. And Danny, um, let's talk generally about the concept of discipling grandchildren. What does what does that mean and look like? It's so important. I, I love the idea of, of, of grandparents being able to invest in their grandkids' lives uh, in a way where they have more free time, potentially, and, and uh, maybe more appreciation and more life uh, experience to offer grandkids. In uh, in the way this looks like, John, is a grandparent being intentional about connecting with the grandkids, but also listening and learning about who the grandkid is. I see so many grandparents just coming in, wanting to intentionally invest in their grandkids' lives, and grandkids saying, my grandparents don't even really know me. I know what they want me to learn, and they want me to know. And the kids end up listening more to the grandparents than the grandparents listening to the grandkids. Mm -hmm. So intentional discipling is about listening to who God is creating your grandchild to be and in the, stepping into those moments, sharing maybe life experiences and stories, but letting your grandchild share with you. Yeah. And they will love being with you instead of overloading them with all your stories. Uh, I loved watching my grandparents when I was a young child pray. They would kneel beside the bed, and they would just pray for people by name and just continually pray. But they were consistent in it, and they saw prayer as something super important. And I observed that. It was just an observation. They never told me, hey, you need to come kneel right next to me. They just let me observe it. They had the door wide open, and they prayed next to their bed. It's those little things of examples to your grandkids where you're not forcing them to do things, but you're showing them, hey, you're invited. Yeah. At any time, you're invited into conversation or invited into experience with us. Well, let's go ahead and hear, and I appreciate your insights, and that's a great story about your grandparents. Let's go ahead and hear from uh, a couple of authors that Jim Daly and I spoke with, Glenn and Ellen Shooknecht, uh, who shared some advice for creating a meaningful connection with children and grandchildren. You use an acronym to help uh, parents and grandparents understand this passing on of a spiritual legacy, uh, RITE, R-I-T-E. Let's get into that and talk about what those letters represent. Uh, the R is relate. So what do you mean by relate? Well, I think if you don't have a relationship with anybody, you can't speak into their heart. You know, Glenn, and, let me ask you, because just pretend you're a math teacher. Mm -hmm. So I'm the worst student in your math class. You got to teach me how to do that division. And <laughs> I mean, what, what does it mean to relate to your grandkids or to relate to your kids in a way that's productive? Just as a math teacher, let me give you an example. I would, uh, if I had a kid I just wasn't connecting with, the kid wasn't doing it, the first thing I did was I'd show up early at school that day, go sit in their chair oh. and pray. Yeah. And I was amazed, as I shouldn't have been amazed, <laughs> that God would show up. And that day I would get another way to connect. And I think uh. we do the same thing with our grandkids. We need to pray for them a lot. And I think we can also let our kids know we're praying for them. 
And I think it's so easy when you see kids doing something wrong. And we are in a role where we're very involved. And so our kids are very nice to let us have that role of discipline when they're not around. But the first thing you need to do is to still let that child know that you're on their team, right. that we understand them when we're there, they, that what they've done may make us sad. But one of the questions, Glenn is really good at asking questions, is, is that who you really want to be? Is what you did reflective of the person God is growing you into? Uh, Just no, Those are good things. In fact, you use uh, in the book, and this is something I hope we can post with your permission, just these ideas, because as a parent, it really grabbed my heart hmm. to think about praying specific scriptures over your grandchildren, or in my case, my kids. Mm-hmm. And it works in both cases. But uh, for example, you said for the fearful child, Pray Second Timothy one seven, which says the Lord would grant her or him a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self control. Or for the prideful child, I like this one. Pray <laughs> Ephesians four, uh, seventeen through twenty four, that the Lord would melt away any hardness of his heart. Yeah. And another example was uh, for every child. Pray Numbers six twenty four through twenty six, that the Lord may bless and keep them make his face to shine upon him or her and be gracious to him and lift up his countenance upon him and give him peace. Uh, there's 10, 12 other yes. examples of that, but what a beautiful thing mm-hmm. to do. The numbers is part of the blessing. I prayed on my grandkids and my kids every night when I put them down. And, uh, and then I add a little deal. May he teach you courage and show you how much he loves you. Yeah. And I just added I like that, that onto there. So I that, like that so much. And doing that consistently. It may mm-hmm. not be every night or every mm-hmm. couple of nights, but consistently mm-hmm. doing that. I like that. Okay, so the R of right uh, is to relate with your grandkids or your kids. Next, inspire. Where's that go? So to me, that's such an important piece because having that relationship in place, part of that is inspiring in them this idea of who they're going to be. And like with Joey, my grandson, when he is arguing or acting in a way that's not kind to his brothers and sisters, pointing out, you know, God made you a compassionate person, Joey. God is growing you into a leader. Is what you're doing right now lining up to that? I really think that when we show that we believe in a grandchild or a child, that's necessary for them to even believe in themselves. We have to hold out that hope. And I find that even for my grandkids or my kids, when they're discouraged because kids do dumb things and they get discouraged on how their kids are acting, is to always be that person who can say, listen, you're going to get through this. Joey's going to be fine. Kate's going to be okay. Hadassah's going to be fine after this. Offering hope to the parents, our adult kids, and to the kids, keeping that hope alive. Ellen, let me let me speak to the grandmother or the mom who is gripped with fear and control. <laughs> that seems to be a common theme within a woman. It's almost like mm-hmm. the curse of Eve. Mm-hmm. There's something there about fear and control when things are out of control, when moms or grandmoms don't know the direction a child is going. Fear takes hold, and then they can actually do some great damage in that relationship. What caution would you give us? Well, I'm reminded of one mom that I mentored in the last few years whose daughter in her freshman and sophomore year was really very, very rebellious. And, you know, in every standpoint, you would think, you know, we're kind of giving up on her. And her parents sort of had. 
But I just encouraged her at that point. I listened. I offered hope. I told her not to give up, to pray, and to still love her child, regardless of what she did, what she said, what she was acting. And of course, you set in boundaries, and of course, you discipline, but to love her. And just got this great email just a few weeks ago where she told me that she was so grateful because her daughter did turn around. She's coming to church because she wants to. And she said it was on two things, that she prayed fervently and she chose to love her. You know, uh, Danny, Glenn brought up a great point about the need for a strong relational foundation. If you want to have any spiritual influence in the lives of your grandkids, and I remember um, in particular my mom's mom, Uh, That grandmother really played a role in my life. She demonstrated an interest in me by playing a variety of board and card games with me when I was a kid. And she just lived this remarkable life of upbeat, positive talk. Mm -hmm. I never heard her complain about anything or anyone. She was always very, very positive. Um, It's important for us to be able to catch stuff from grandparents. But how do we, for those of us who are grandparents, really keep the connection going so the kids do catch that stuff? You know, one one of the creative things I've seen over time work real well with with teens and preteens and even kids is just grandparents making coupons of writing personal coupons. This is good for one outing, uh, good for one lunch, I'll come pick you up at school. This is good for one dinner or breakfast or one movie out. And, and then it, it's up to that grandchild to redeem that coupon and for you to make the time to have that connection. That's one creative way. At Christmas time or at, at birthday, that's where they get their little coupon book from you of some things they can be redeeming. And you can put expiration this month or never expires, and you can be creative with it. That's one creative idea. As grandparents, you're very you have a lot of creative ideas, and maybe you don't know that or think that. Uh, other things are, are simple ice cream or a FaceTime moment on the phone or even a text message that says, hey, I love you very, very much, and, mm-hmm. and you do something. Maybe you talk about a memory that you had recently with them, uh, but showing interest in a child that will love that. But be creative in the way you show that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And um, Glenn and Ellen Shuknick have written uh, some wonderful ideas for grandparents who want to influence their grandkids' faith. Uh, the book is called A Spiritual Heritage, Connecting Kids and Grandkids to God and Family. And we're going to send that out to you as our thank you gift when you join our support team today. Focus on the Family is listener-supported, so donate uh, today either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and uh, we'll send that book to you. Visit the episode notes or call 800-A-FAMILY to donate. And I should mention Danny and the team have some wonderful uh, resources for parents and grandparents on our website. Uh, You'll find a number of free articles, uh, some videos, audio, lots of great stuff there about disciplining kids, about... Uh, relating to kids and grandkids, all of that is going to be uh, on the parenting page at the Focus on the Family website. Now, next time we're going to discuss how to help your child survive emotional roller coasters that always happen during the teen years. For now, I'm John Fuller, and on behalf of Danny and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 